0: I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? unreal you you could really feel the heat out there I'm delighted with the result and we move on to the next one thanks Gary come on for more information on boiler upgrades heat pumps and more visit opc-ltd.uk get ahead of the game with OPC Energy let's
1: go go. old Celtic fans are desperate for some news it's been long enough now you know it's really really has I know it takes a little bit of time and lots of paperwork and contracts involved and this that and the other but desperate for an announcement. Rangers are actually doing their work very early. You could almost name the Rangers team, the formation, how they set
2: up, and that's taking work. You have to give him credit for that.
3: The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited, hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Leanne Crichton. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 17 700. Let's go. go.
4: Barry's back from Brora, Leanne and I. Absolutely delighted, great result last night, Barry. I know it's just the first leg, but 2-0 against Brora for Kelty.
1: Yeah, it was a good result. Um, listen, we're not getting carried nope. away. We we know that Brora are a, a very good team. Um, but listen, delighted, we've only been back training three weeks. The guys um, haven't played a competitive game for four months, so... Um, that was the thing that was worrying me. But last night, I've got to be honest with you, the, the group of boys that I played were, were excellent. Um, but listen, it's only half time. We know there's another game on Saturday. And, and Borough will be hurting from last night, obviously, getting beat 2 0. So we'll expect another tough game. And we really need to be on it if we want to progress into the, the next game against um, Breakin City. Leanne, you were looking at it on the way after training
4: last night and they missed two penalties.
5: I know, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I was straight on Twitter to check the scores. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ray Rovers and Firmland, was on last night yeah. as well, so I was checking up and I thought it was actually a misprint. I thought it was a, a re in the yeah. penalty and I, I could just imagine this guy next to me going mad at the side of the pitch. So, yeah. um, a wonderful result though. You know, I really tough journey as Barry would have known he's looking a wee bit tired tonight mm. not like he's, himself mm. but we'll, we'll pick him up Paul as we go
4: more about that in the next two hours we're taking loads of your calls 0808 17 17 700 not sure how many Hilty hearts fans we have here in the West but we may well do and I know loads of people are on to you Barry wishing you all the very best for the match elsewhere what's been happening well Rangers signed Fashion Sakala you mentioned it at the weekend said he's definitely coming he is here and uh, Jermaine Defoe might be re-signing for next year who's next? when is the business going to happen? meanwhile at Celtic what's the news? Silence continues from the East End There's no news at the moment from. Well, I'm looking to see what we can say That hasn't been said before <laughs> That was not and, bad for you then. And there's nothing <laughs> um, Everything else is speculation from here on in so. But it sounds as though the Eddie Howe era Will start soon And it'll have to start very soon Because, you know, Rangers 23 points in it We were on on Sunday afternoon Leanne, you saw the game You play Rangers this weekend Which is also a crucial match for your own uh, Glasgow City
5: It is, yeah. Top of the table clash. Um, Rangers got the better of us the last time out. They've since dropped points. We've continued a good run. Uh, We're away from home. It's live on BBC Alba. Um, Yeah, really looking forward to it. Good week of training. Was in there this morning with the girls and and everybody's ready to go.
4: It's this time of the season now, isn't it? The championships are all decided, you know, in the Premiership, the Championship, the First, etc. But it's the playoffs for Barry Breakin. Hopefully, we'll be beckoning. He's not going to say that just yet. And for you, to beat Rangers and Celtic to the title this year would be massive given that they've got the investment this year.
5: Absolutely, yeah. And I think the year it's been as well, you know, so up and down, so stop, start. Um, You know, we've been up against it and we've lost a a number of players. We've managed to recruit really well again, but... You know We expect the challenge to come and, and certainly I think it'll go You know almost down to the wire. I don't think the, the league title will be decided on Sunday but certainly for us it's a game that we've got that wee bit of a cushion and we hope that we can get through it, pick up some points and we move on to the next game which will be Celtic on Wednesday night. So yeah, a real good run in but certainly um, having Rangers and Celtic at the top end of the table and, and really pushing us, is, is making us a better team.
4: Who's going to be the manager of the year? We've all been talking Stephen Gerrard, Callum Davidson, David Martindale's name it's in there as well from the Scottish football writers but also Barry Stevie Clark
1: Yeah I think the four of them are uh, deserve to be in the running obviously Devin Martindale um, fantastic what he's he's done at Livingston got them into the top six got them to a final obviously they get beat Callum Davison won the League Cup um, a great result against Rangers but I, I keep saying it on this programme I've been really impressed with St Johnson over the last two or three months obviously Stephen Gerrard winning the title Um, for Rangers um, and Stevie Clark getting the Scotland national team to the the first finals in 23 years. So, um, look, it's going to be a close one. Um, Things between Steve Clark and uh, Stephen Gerrard? Well, what if Callum Davison wins the Scottish Cup? Mm -hmm. A double at a club like St Johnson. Mm -hmm. The kind of budget he's on, um, it'll be a tough one. So I think it'll be... Look, see whatever one gets it in that. That um, group of four you've just mentioned there. I think they deserve it. They deserve it. Leanne?
5: I think the only one that, that I probably don't think will will be considered when it really comes down to it is Davy Martindale. And I know they've they've probably overshot the expectations this year and what they've achieved, but they've, they've kind of went in a downward spiral since those achievements in top six and went in a poor run, um, which is understandable because a club like Livingston and the budget that they're on I think Steve Clark's probably the outstanding candidate now, Um, you know, if you really want to go and recognise a Scottish manager in terms of his achievements with the national team, I think Stephen Gerrard's got to be a close second if he goes the season uh, unbeaten in the league campaign, I think that's exceptional with the pressure that they were under as a club and and what this meant to deliver silverware, Um, and Callum Davidson, you couldn't write him him off, you know, if he goes and does a double, it's another exceptional achievement, and it's wonderful that come the end of the season we've got more than one candidate. You know, normally there's a standout and it's it's already decided. Same with the player of the year. It, this year, it, it's not like that. Oh,
4: it's hard to say. What do you think? You can contact us on the socials at Golf Football Show or you can call, speak to Barry or Leanne on 0808 08, 17 17 700. Some great crack last night with uh, John Hartson, Stephen Cragen and Rob. And uh, tonight, we're looking forward to taking your calls. I mean, we had the social media... Um, silence at the weekend, most clubs were um, observing it and people were saying, yep, cut out, racism, bigotry, everything. And and I saw overnight that someone came back on and said, uh, who listens to women talking football? And they were criticising Natasha, who often calls this programme, she's really articulate, um, and actually whether she is or whether she isn't, whatever she says isn't really the point. Barry, I know you, like me, we were all horrified by this. Who listens to women talking about football?
1: Yeah, first and foremost, I think the the clubs and the professional players coming off mm. social media over the weekend, I think it was a good thing. Do I think it'll yep. make a difference? Clearly not with this comment. Um, Natasha's been on the programme a number of times. I've listened to her. She knows the game inside out. Mm. I'm sitting beside a, another woman here, Leanne, who lives and breathes football. She knows the game as well. Um, so I, I think that, that these sort of comments are a disgrace in us and I keep saying it, these people who put these things on social media, they're sad individuals. Leanne?
5: It, that is the word that's sad because all these people are looking to do is provoke a reaction and actually, it frustrates me and it's almost one of those things that by speaking about it, you're almost encouraging yeah. this behaviour, but I know we need to speak about it. Um, I think it's sad. I mean, racism is up there, it's the same. Any form of discrimination or abuse um, the thing about gender seems laughable because to think that we are now in 2021 and mm. we're, we're still face, women are still faced with these comments, um, it's just the uneducated. People that make these comments are uneducated. They're sad, like Barry says. They sit at home. They clearly don't have enough conversation um, with the people around them. They need to take to social media sites where they, they, they don't have any answer back. You know, they say what they like. They vent their frustrations. They're horrible to people. They belittle people, um, and there's no consequences for that, and there's no level of accountability right now. That's what needs to change ultimately. But it's comments like this, silly throwaway remarks, mm. they'll never go away because these people, are, are, they really are thick. That's the only way to describe it. Um, I speak to loads of guys. Encouraged. Yeah. That's
1: what I was going to use there, and I tell you what, they sit in the room with a blind shirt. They've no no friends. Mm-hmm. And they find this is appropriate to go and write silly comments and on this, social media. And
5: even the black players um, I've seen in social media in recent days as well, the comments that have been sent to them after the blackout, you know, and the emoji, the, the discriminatory remarks, um, just, it's disgusting. You know, but until there is that level of accountability, it won't go away. That's the the sad reality of it.
4: Let's hope it changes, Leanne. And Barry, we respect your opinion. What about the Young Player of the Year nominations? Patterson, Ferguson, Doig, Turnbull? Leanne, what do you think?
5: It's a good lineup again, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's a tough one because you you could find a, a way to um, justify all uh, of them, yeah. you know, and it's no surprise there's a Ferguson. <laughs> Indeed, in there yeah. Again, <laughs> Watch what you're saying here. I mean, I've heard people speaking about it over the last number of days. Patterson, I think he's played 14 games, so do, do you find an argument to say that? Does he deserve to win it based on the number of games that he's played? But then in terms of his performance, the he's quality. been a standout. Um I think for me personally, Doig I think yeah. is a standout. Um Why? because he's played almost the whole season. Huh? He's been really consistent. Um he's a bit he lacks the experience that even some hmm. of them have got you know, I think Lewis, has he won it previously, Barry? He won it last year. Yeah, he won it last year. Turnbull Mm. won it, I think, two years ago. Mm. Um, So these are young players, Josh Doyle's broke onto the scene. Mm. I think it's been his first opportunity, his his first full season, um, and I think he's been faultless, to be honest.
1: Yeah, first and foremost, four exceptional young players for me. Um, Again, I rate every single one of them, but if you're asking me for my opinion, I agree with Lan, I think young Doigit. Uh, um, hibernian has been an absolute mm. standout. He's played every single game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's keeping my club legend Stevenson out the team as well who's still a good player. So, look, again, four players that I rate highly um, but if you're asking who I think will win it, it'll be a young lad at Hibs. Have... You reckon it's going yes. to be? Yes, and yeah. I think he's got a massive future and again, similar yep. to the, the, the four of them for me yep. in time will be future Scottish internationals.
5: And I think also with Doig I mean Turnbull's been a standout Mm. in his time at Celtic as well once he eventually broke into the side and before that he he had a number of appearances at Motherwell which he was again a standout but I think also when you look at the quality that that Turnbull's got around him you know and although it's not been a good season for Celtic but then you look at Doig and Hibs are a good side and they've got very good players but I think there's sometimes more of a responsibility on a young player and there's not as much room for error Um, and I don't recall over the course of a a season scrutinising games and being across highlight shows and being out at games that he's ever been a player that you've needed to really pinpoint his performance in a negative manner. Everything that you speak about has been real positives. It
1: shows you the future's bright with these four young players and there's Mm. emergency some other ones at other clubs Um, so I I think in time it's it's great for the Scottish game because I think these four as I mentioned, in a few years, couple of years, yeah. or even sooner. Yeah will be international players I think that's a great point he
4: hasn't won it before not that you hand, hand something out just because you haven't won it but because it is so tight among those players what do you reckon at home give us a call 0808 08 17 17 go Radio Glasgow's newest radio station we're here we're giving away a car over the next few weeks as well with Macklin Motors Nissan more about that in the second hour but that's a that's a great one isn't it Leanne somebody is going to win a car over the next couple of weeks
5: wonderful just in time for summer maybe it'll be a bit soft top that would be nice if we ever get any <laughs> sunshine at <laughs> some Point. <laughs> I was gonna say,
4: within everything in one day, the weather, but there's been snow, hasn't there, in the last day or two? And look at Man City last night as like well. Barry yeah, must have experienced uh, yeah. that
5: up in Broda, I think. Was it four uh, seasons ex- in one hour? Yeah, but
1: experienced every season um in the space of thirty minutes in Broda. <laughs> <laughs> it was you, beautiful yeah. blue skies, next thing wind came from nowhere, rain, hail, snow. Um but listen, we were lucky once the game started. The weather was fine, a bit windy, but listen, you, you've got to deal with a situation at a time.
4: But is it true? Did one of the players take the Panenka penalty just to try the wee chip, and it, it I didn't I you were not going to ask me that. Yeah,
1: I have to, cause yep. I read it. Yeah. He did. Yep. Um, he has. He has your penalty taker, Higginbotham. Yes, he, he's an experienced player. He's, yeah, he's played course. at the highest level in, in Scotland, yeah. and um, when I seen him do it and miss it, um, you can imagine what was going through in my head. But one thing about him, he did apologise to his teammates. It kind of affected him for five, ten minutes, but he got over that um, and actually we get three penalties in the game. The next one, Nathan Austin missed as well and we get another penalty in the second half and to, um, sorry, fair play to Nathan. Uh, sorry, Callum Higginbottom. Yeah. He stood up and I was thinking when he stood <laughs> up to take it, I was like, you better not try this again, <laughs> but he, he whacked it into the, the back of the net. So listen, yeah. I've missed penalties, we all miss penalties. Um, it's one of the yep. things in football. Um, we I just fi- don't. We- ha- I, I just hope it doesn't come back to haunt us. Yeah, no, it
5: mm-hmm. won't. We finished the training today, and we were just like messing about, hitting some penalties, and they get gar- We were speaking about that, and I was like, players that step up and do things like the Penenka, or you see players now that do the wee stuttered run or the jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that would freak me out and put me off more than just going up and h- but sometimes it doesn't matter how well you hit a penalty See if the goalkeeper goes the right way and yeah, they save it then there's yeah. nothing you can do so yeah. there's a bit of psychology in it um, he could have done it and, and scored and that would have been it but
1: thankfully we won the game he's got to be a brave guy
5: surely <laughs> to be trying that with Barry Ferguson as his manager <laughs> right enough yeah, but listen it <laughs> shows
1: he's confident in his own yeah, ability yeah, absolutely. as well because yep. um, he is a confident player and, and listen it did affect him for five minutes because he was down in the dumps mm-hmm. and it affected the team big um,
5: player though to take it the exactly, penalty though
6: yeah. and convert
1: yeah. it but especially the they're sitting growling yeah. yeah. but the good <laughs> yeah. thing for me is the 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 team as a whole showed a good mm-hmm. mentality um, we obviously missing two penalties in the first ten minutes Leanne will tell you it can affect the team mm-hmm. but they didn't they dusted themselves down quickly and continued with a game plan and thankfully to the Can I just victory. ask you
5: a quick yeah. question it's been a while since you've had a competitive fixture like that what was the, the team feeling like last night with the buzzing coming back down the road and glad to be back at it
1: no, It was very quiet they were t- knackered oh, absolutely how, um, how did you
4: manage to keep any of them awake tell us about wh- what happened just some coffee or something on the way down
1: Yeah I gave um, Big Bob asked for a coffee so I gave him a uh, extra, extra strong coffee um, <laughs> For Bob Malcolm Yes <laughs> So he wasn't too happy Yeah, um, He had a few effects yeah. that in still the way slept down. since <laughs> He's not So um, you can imagine But um, yeah. the text message I got this morning But listen
4: Second leg on Saturday And then next week Probably against Brecon It will be But I know We won't discuss that Until you get there Barry But we'd love to see Kelty Hearts coming up a team from the Lowland League back into, or into, it's never been there. Great, the pyramid system. But right, What do you reckon at home? So many different things in the goal for Rangers fans. Uh, yep, Sakala will be here for the new season, a four-year contract. Barry, what do you think about him?
1: 24-year-old. Yeah, when when I seen it a week or so ago that, that Rangers were, I looked if they were going to sign him. I, I done a bit of homework on him. and He has a good um, centre forward, there's no doubt. Um, but it's there's a difference with playing in Belgium and coming to Glasgow Rangers with the, the demands and the expectations that are put on you. But it, it looks it looks the part, um, and it just shows you that the board again are willing to back Stephen Gerrard. Uh, so that's a great thing, and don't be surprised over the, the coming weeks you'll see another one or two players coming through the door.
4: You'll hear it here first, I would hope. Do you think some strikers are going, Leanne? I mean, nobody knows for sure. Morellas, will he go? Or will Champions League keep him? What do you think?
5: Yeah, I think there's a good chance that somebody could go. I think when you look at the performances and even, you know, looking at Ryan Kent's performance, for example, at the weekend, I think there's going to be a bit of interest around him. Um, I think I mentioned last week about Kemar Roof and his family situation that perhaps that might change. But um, I think what Rangers have got now is a a bit of... a luxury position that they are on top. Barry speaks about that all the time. And I think this is just about strengthening the squad, regardless. You know, even a player like Jermaine Defoe, it's another striker, it's another number. If you're potentially going to lose him, you want to have those numbers there so that you can freshen the squad up like they've been able to do this season. Um, I think, it, you know, it's an interesting one. I don't know much about the player. You know, it'll be interesting to see how he, he settles yep. in, in Scottish football and if he hits the ground running.
1: If there's one player Rangers really need to keep, who? Is Ryan Kent, mm. they've got to. I know. Yeah. Um. There'll be clubs down down south. They've got so much money. Um. But I, I'm sure the manager, if he's going to lose one player, he's got to make sure that's not Ryan Kent. I think he's shown over the last couple of months a real level, of consistency in his game. He's a game changer. He's a match winner. Um. And he's been been exceptional. We just need to try and keep a hold of him. That's so important that Rangers try and do that.
5: The games that he looks better in are actually the bigger the big games, ones. though. It's a big game you know, see, when, and... see when you play against other opposition, though, and they sit in and it's that... You know, you look at some of the pitches and the, the shapes, and they don't come out and, and open up for a player like Ryan Kent. True.
4: He drifted a wee bit early in the season, but he yeah. came back at the business end. More on this just after the break.
5: The Go Radio Football Show, talking football
3: first. Listen live weeknights from five.
4: Go Radio Football Show, it's Wednesday evening. We're with Barry Ferguson, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney, and loads of your calls coming in 0808 08, 17 17 700. Did you see the video of Jack Henry arguing with a teammate in the dressing room at a End and uh, we're, we're going to ask you: Is this the kind of passion that Celtic needs? Jack Henry, of course, on loan, and also, what's the worst put down? There were a few uh, choice expletives going on. We won't go into it just now, but what's the worst put down you've had, Barry or Leanne, in a dressing room that you've heard over the years that you could
1: tell us about? I couldn't say on air. No, I've been honest with you. No, <laughs> Can you give us a hint. <laughs> Who was involved? Myself. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's a good start, yeah. And
4: a manager. Right. Okay, yeah. Um Oh, Le Guin. Paul Le Guin. It has I got to it. Oh, on. Go on. Let's tell everyone No, tonight. I got yeah. it. Honestly, I, I can't yeah. or we'll get put yeah. off here. No, oh, well, Right. Was it that bad, yeah? Yes. Was it in French? Yes. Was French funny. French. <laughs>
3: <Indeed>. <laughs> Monsieur
4: Le Guin beat it. Yeah. I, I do remember it well, actually, yeah. uh, when it happened. Not the actual incident. Uh, Leanne, we'll come back on that one. What about you? I don't I-
5: think Paul to be honest I mean there's probably been a few moments but nothing really mm. that bad women are probably a wee bit better at controlling their emotions I think mm. unlike this guy here
1: no, no I'd see the problem I kept my emotions inside for yeah. far too long mm. Mm. And did they spill
4: out during a game half time or something
1: or? after the game after, yeah. yeah, after the game against Cali Thistle where we got beat 2-1 mm. uh, and I think we went down to 5th in the league 5th mm-hmm. or, uh, or 6 I'm not too sure mm. um, so I was guilty just letting things build up inside me, and um, I just basically had enough because I get brought up with standards at, at a club like Rangers, um, and I thought these standards weren't getting met. So the only thing I was guilty of was a bit of passion for for my club.
4: And how did the manager react to it?
1: Not very well, because um, I wasn't allowed back in. That's how it ended, basically. So um, Did you ever
4: see him again afterwards? Did you ever? No. No, that was it. No never seen him
1: mm-hmm.
4: Paul Le Guin so that was 2008 was that thereabouts yeah like around that? about yeah, that, that 2007 that yep. 2008 maybe yep yeah. so dressing room Strange, bust ups I know people oh, I,
5: yeah. I know it's the heat of the moment a lot of things you yeah. know you can say and you regret it, you take it back and you sort it I mean I've been in the dressing room with one manager that I wouldn't name that enjoyed throwing things around and getting really irate which if, honestly like that's no my way of dealing with things um and I probably like Barry could be guilty of being a bit passionate at times, mm-hmm. but probably in a couple of occasions, it was they were fortunate enough that it, the board markers that were getting launched about did mm-hmm. they come and, and hit one of the players? You know, yeah. but it's this is football, you know, it's sport. Um, you're in a pressure environment, it's so how you deal with that. Um, and is Barry's experience often or not that it, it doesn't pan out the way you want. No,
4: it worked for Sir Alec Ferguson, though, didn't it? Because he the hairdryer, the hairdryer
1: yeah. Beckham, he didn't mean to him, did he? Yeah, no, or, I think it was a boot. Was I think oh, a the boot? Yeah. there was a boot lying on the dressing room yeah. floor and he's, um, he's he's had a, a paw and unfortunately for David Beckham it's yeah. um, caught up <laughs> in the side, of the, the side of the eye and he had to get stitches. Um, but listen, I've heard a, a few things about Sir Alex Ferguson but yeah, it's, he's Scottish, he's fiery, he's passionate. I don't mind that, I no. don't mind that if I'm being honest with you. And the new movie about Sir Alex is out in the
4: next few weeks and that will be so moving I saw a trailer today for it and he talks about where you're from is so important and he talks about Govan and he talks about his upbringing and you see him you know his time at Rangers his time at Aberdeen uh, and obviously the Man United story so that's one to look out for in the coming weeks okay let's ready for some phone calls then yep how are you feeling Barry when did you get to bed half
1: three half three I, wow. yeah but it's a, okay. listen it's, a, yep. it's been a long journey but I'm not going to complain we're nope. doing something we love and then um, yep. what I say to the players is there's, there's people out there, um, men and women, working 16, 20 hour shifts. Um, Did you and, tell
4: them that's a team talk?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. good. But we're doing something we enjoy
4: doing. Lewis, a Rangers fan, is on the line. Lewis, good evening. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good. How are you?
6: Yeah, I'm fine.
4: Good, Lewis. Good to hear the uh, insight. Are you still chuffed about Sunday
6: 4 1? I think that's a performance we've been looking for after getting it, uh, beat by St Johnson in the Cup so mm-hmm. it was a good way to bounce back I thought Jack Simpson he played well I, I, was, I wasn't too sure after the first St Johnson game he played out a bit shaky but after they got the yellow card they kind of settled down and he was fine after that so yeah every player was brilliant mm-hmm.
4: Leanne Jack Simpson it's tough playing your first uh, all-firm game and to get a booking
5: yeah early. I think he, he kind of stepped in at the side really well I mean he probably wasn't under too much pressure at times, I think, I don't know if you would call it a faultless performance because there'd be bits there I think he could look back on and do better, um, but certainly stepping into that environment and, you know, as Lewis says, looking to bounce back after the weekend before, he's not had a lot of opportunities within the team and it was a pressure game because it is an old firm, but also um, it was really important to Rangers that they they, they do go unbeaten and especially against their biggest rivals, so I think for him he'll be pretty pleased with his performance. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought he'd done well. I think he'll be disappointed himself um, We let Nair free for the header. Um, that's probably the only thing during the game that I would have probably said that he would, he would have been disappointed in. Um, but I think overall I can see when I've watched him the reasons why Stephen Gerrard's went to sign him. Um, His first game last week, or the week before, sorry, against St Johnston at McDermott Park. He, he was okay, um, but he struggled in, in some parts of it. But I thought... For an Old Firm game and his Old Firm debut I thought he handled the occasion really well Lewis
6: Yep Yep So what do you want to ask Barry and Leanne? It was just about um, the Livingston game um, We are born of, uh, mm-hmm. um Hobbit and for an injury I don't even know how serious it is yet because they have not put it out yet mm-hmm. and Barty missing who, who do you think who does Barry and Leanne think will start at left-backers?
7: Yeah,
1: good question. But, this yeah, I this think, time next week? Yeah, I Joe mm-hmm. I'll go in there. Wow. Um, You've seen him, I, mean, I said that when he we were did? watching yep. the game, I think that's one position. I think he played previous once or twice with Charlton um, on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. So I could see a Joe Arable um, stepping in there. Listen, I'm a big believer in good players can play anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Joe Arable, for me, is a very good player. And I think Joe Arable will slip into that left-back berth. It's a week away. Any news on Barisic, how he is? I've not heard anything. No. Um, it looked if it was a muscle problem. Yeah. Um, it depends, Paul, how <laughs> they'll send him for an MRI scan and see mm. how, how it is. Um, but I don't think the manager will risk him. He's got the Euros coming up as well. Sure. Um, obviously, the league's won. And I still think Rangers have got a strong enough squad uh, to cope with injuries. Leanne, for you, I haven't seen you since uh, Sunday. Rangers, that's pretty
4: commanding. 4-1 win and Celtic really needed to do something to save something for their season, and they couldn't.
5: No, but when you look over the highlights, they had their moments as well. You know, when you go back over the game and and the chances that Celtic created, but that has been the story of their season. You know, they don't convert, they don't keep goals out at the other end. Um, I think they're caught in a time warp. A lot of players are, are unsure about what they're... Best position is, or the way that they want to play. I don't know if there's a real identity or a real plan behind the way Celtic go out and and gear up against Rangers. I don't know if they've actually given them the respect that they deserve uh, over the course, you know. And I think sometimes you need to accept that because you've got good players doesn't mean you'll win games, you know. Should you be shaping up a bit different and trying to maintain, you know, contain Rangers. Um, but I think it was a big performance from Rangers because they they hadn't performed well in, in the last number of old firm games, but they'd come out on top. Um, I think they'll be delighted, you know, because when you get to that stage, 2-1 would have been a good result. 3-1, 4-1, one, one, almost rubs salt in the wound, does not it? Um, but I think that's a good shout about Rebo hadn't they considered him in mm. it left back? But you can see he is a good player, and it'll be a game that Rangers go and dominate the ball and, and have plenty of it, and, and those are the games that you can take those types of risks with having a more forward-thinking player mm. in a full-back area.
4: You're saying there about Celtic and uh, you know such a time of change. I see Lubo Moravchik, brilliant player for Celtic, saying that Edouard might want to stay, should stay with Celtic. But you sense from a lot of Celtic fans, they realise his time's up now. It's time for him to go, take
1: the money and let him go somewhere well, else. It looks to me, listen, I know he's not had a great season, but you look at his goal return. I think it's mm-hmm. 21, 22 yeah. goals. I mean, it's still a decent return when you're not playing at your yeah. top of your game. But it looks to me that when I watch him, his mind's elsewhere, if I'm being honest with you. And I think going into the final 12 months of your contract, there's no sign of them extending that. Celtic have got to cash in. Leanne?
5: Yeah, I think when you, when you look at some of the Celtic players playing just now, you can tell that they just want the season to end. You know, it gets to that stage and we've all been there as players, but you have good seasons and bad seasons. And of course, you're desperate for a break when it's been a long season. But I think there needs to be a reset button hit and it needs to be hit really, really quickly at Celtic because the rebuild needs to start and it needs to start um, soon enough, but um, yeah, it's going to be tough for them, you know, mm-hmm. they, they need to get players in, they need to keep the players that yeah. they've got and they need to identify who is going to be the players that are there moving forward. We spoke about the captaincy last week, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's been a bit of speculation since that, I've had a lot of discussions around Christopher Iyer, should he be the guy to uh, take the armband from Scott Brown? Um There's big decisions
1: to be made. See, this is the difference with Rangers. They're already building for next season. He's already identified three or four players that he would like to bring into the club. One's already done. Mm -hmm. And the next couple that I believe that will come in will be over the next two or three weeks. And I'm a big believer in recruitment. Get them in early. Get them in the first day of pre-season. So they get to know their teammates. They get to know what Rangers is all about. Mm That's where Stephen Gerrard thinks a step ahead just now.
5: And there's even simple things like when you're planning for the future. So like now, me as a player, I know when the season ends. I know what time off I've got. I know what day I'm back in at pre-season. And I'll find out exactly what date the season and the new season will start. The Rangers players will know that. Mm. They'll know when the the last game is. They'll know how long they'll be away from each other. The expectations. Celtic are in limbo right now with every aspect of what's going on at that club
4: because every manager wants and to your
5: do it differently a new manager could come in yeah. and say you're getting four mm-hmm. weeks off another manager could come in and say we can only give you two um, you know there's a, there is a lot to, to think about See, the
1: problem gerard has got as well he'll know that there'll be suitors looking at his sure. top players at the Euros but as well in at the yep. back end of that he would, he would have um, identified players if an offer comes in that the club will accept he knows who he's going to bring in to replace them sure. Lewis, a few minutes ago you'd have heard Barry saying that Ryan Kent is such a key player
4: for Rangers for next season. What do you feel about him?
6: Yeah, he's, he's a bit magic, isn't he? He's, these kind of players that want to take defenders on nowadays and they come um, come round uh, a lot so when you get them you keep them and he's, he's proven this season that if he adds a consistency, consistency to his game he's by far the best player in the league for me, like he just all oh, the magic he does and takes defenders on, he's brilliant.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the final third, is, he's brilliant. But see the bit I love about him? You see him, I think it was three or four times during that old firm game on Sunday, as he's back in his own box defending, helping his teammates. Mm-hmm. That's the difference in Ryan Kent. You mm-hmm. can get a guy who gives you that bit of magic the last, or sorry, the final third of the pitch, can go and beat two or three players, set up goals or score goals. But he does the dirty side of the game brilliantly for me. Looking forward to seeing Fashion Sakala next season. Lewis?
6: Yeah, well, I've we, uh, heard a lot of good things about him anyway. I've watched a few videos on YouTube about him. Mean, he looks like a good player. Yeah. So, hopefully he can continue that when he comes to Rangers. Leanne?
5: Yeah, but I think it'll be an exciting player to see. You know, it's the unknown. You know, There's no given that you're going to come and you're going to settle in and do well. And there's certainly going to be pressure on his shoulders because when you look at the, the strike force that Rangers have already got, he's going to need to be a top player to break into that side and, and really stamp his authority, but um the wee giveaways a couple of weeks was that he was following people on social media. Yeah, um, he sold he the jerseys there before. The only problem
1: with YouTube, anybody can look good on YouTube. That's right. <laughs> but not a, a listen, three
5: minute clip. Yeah, he's at a great age
1: as well, twenty four. He scored mm-hmm. goals in Belgium. Um, he's got good pedigree. I think these are the the ones that sometimes surprise you. Nobody knew much about Morelos mm-hmm. He's come in. I think it was a million quid or just over it the bottom from Finnish football um, so it wouldn't surprise me if Sakala's is a, a top player and with Lewis saying there about the magic word about Ryan Kent that's true
4: isn't it it's hard to produce magic every single game I would imagine Leanne
5: it is, but and when you look at the way he plays, even the first challenge that McGregor mm-hmm. gets a yellow card, his awareness just to to put the ball through his legs, and he, he's always thinking forward. He's got so much energy. Um, he's the trickery of his feet, and you you don't see a lot of that now. We certainly don't see a lot of that in Scottish football. Players with that real pace and energy, and. He cuts defences open wide, you know. I think it will be tough for Rangers to hold on to him. You know, I think he'll be the one player that, as Barry mentioned, I think Rangers will be desperate to keep.
1: They've got to keep. There's going
5: to be, there's going to be mm-hmm. a number of clubs I think would, would happily put a bit of money in there to take him and take the chance on him, you know, to take him back down now, to England and what they would pay for him in terms of what you would be getting in England. If you mm-hmm. were to pay for the, the yeah. same type of player, it would be a, half the amount of money.
1: Yeah, I, I've always thought he's a top player. The only problem I had where He would play one great game, go missing for three. Over the last three months or so, every single game, he's up there being the top man, one of the top players um, in the team. So for me, it's crucial that Rangers do everything in their power to try and keep him for another season at least.
4: This time next week, we'll be getting ready for kick-off for Rangers playing at Livingston,
6: and then a few days later... They're going to lift the trophy. Well, I'll be last in the queue. Uh, all the players deserve to lift it before me. A day we're really looking forward to. First things first, we've got to go and get through a tough game at Livy away. It's always a tough challenge there. I'm sure Davey will, be, will want to be the first team to beat us in terms of the league. So we have to be ready and prepared for that. And then look, it's it's time to enjoy and celebrate the last game of the season against a rival. You know Aberdeen's situation. I'll be interested to see what they need when they come here again. I'll be looking for a real strong home performance, and we'll be aggressive, and we'll put goal scorers on the pitch, and we'll go and try and get another strong win. Lewis, thanks for your call.
3: The Go Radio Football Show, talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five.
4: Big weekend coming up in the Scottish Cup. It's the semi-finals, of course, on Saturday. Dundee United against Hibs. Leanne Crichton, you'll be there for that at four. And then on Sunday, St Mirren against St Johnson. So the battle of the Saints. Can Saints make it to two cup finals this season? Hibs keep falling at the second-last hurdle as well. Dundee United surprised so many people all season. What about Jim Goodwin's St Mirren it's a big weekend isn't it Barry?
1: It's a massive weekend I mean what an opportunity for these four clubs um, to get their name on which I think is a great trophy to win as I said many times yeah I I was lucky enough to win it five times Um, so great game United-Hibs I've I've, um, read a few comments um, the Hibs manager mentioning that they need to stand up Mm -hmm. when the pressure's on they need to deliver um, which I failed to do over the last year or so in the saint and Myrland-St Johnson game, I think that'll be a, a, a cracker, obviously. Jim would have been disappointed going out of the semi-finals after beating Rangers in the quarter-finals in St Johnson. I mean, what can you say about them? What a what a season they've been having. Um, Callum Davison, magnificent job, won the League Cup. I think St Johnson will win the Scottish Cup.
4: You do? Yep. Yes.
1: Wow, the double it would be. What about
4: Dundee United, Hibs, for you?
5: I think it'll be, honestly, on their day, I think Hibs will stroll it. If Hibs perform and, and, and turn up the way that I know that they can and the players that they've got, um, Dundee United have, have, have yet to be sold on them this season mm-hmm. in terms of their performances. I know they're newly promoted, um, but they are a big club. You know They have invested a, a decent amount of money. They've got some top players, but for whatever reason, they just never seem to... Uh, Really, go and perform the way you would expect them to. So, I mean, it'll be a close game. I don't think there'll be too much in it, but I, I do fancy a Hibs St. Johnston final. I would need to say mm-hmm. what Looking you said at, at there about games.
4: Dundee United could also apply to Hibs a lot of the time, isn't it? They, you think they're going to be the, pressure, the pressure's and then they don't.
1: been on. Yep. When the pressure's been on, Hibs have not mm-hmm. delivered. Mm-hmm. Jack Ross has said that a number of times. So, all this week, their preparation, he'll be telling them, Listen, you need to go and deliver. Is it semi-final? Borty? we need to see it's another big game they need to produce you look at Hibs Hibs are a good football team Hibs have got really good players but when it comes to the nitty gritty they need to produce in the day because they they have got a good squad they've got a good team they're a good football team Jack Ross is a good manager Um, it's going to be a tough one but listen the pressure's on them the Hibs fans will be expecting Hibs to beat Dundee United
4: Leanne I'm going to come back to you on that and also your game on Sunday Rangers against Glasgow City. But let's go on to the lines. O eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred, the Go Radio football show with OPC Energy Limited. And Jake is on the line, a Rangers fan. Hi, Jake. Hi
8: hey guys, how are you doing?
4: Good thanks. You
8: I'm great, mate. I just wanted to obviously quickly say uh, to Barry well done last night. Must have been good getting back at it. Just make sure you bring it back or make sure you finish them off on Saturday.
1: Thanks, Jake. I appreciate it. Yep.
8: I, I, watched, I watched the first half I had to go to my own but I watched the first half so I've seen the two penalty misses but um, you can I imagine how I was feeling segment. after
1: 10 minutes then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
8: especially after the
7: second one Jesus I know
1: <laughs> but listen the guys I'd mentioned to Paul and the good thing about this group they're strong mentally when when things go against mm-hmm. them which happened in the first 10 minutes they dusted themselves down quickly yep. and yeah um, Young Dylan Easton scored a, a magnificent goal in the first half. Yeah, well done, uh, Dylan. So, Jake, what about uh, Rangers for you?
8: Aye, it was a g- great result, great result on Sunday. Um, to be honest, I saw it coming. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I thought we were going to whitewash them, but I, I did think that Celtic were kind of looked a wee bit down and out, so I thought Rangers would go through them, but just need to go off and finish it off now. Um Go, go the rest of it unbeaten. Don't lose. Don't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Get past that 100-point bar- barrier, which is a great achievement for Gerard and the boys. And uh, hopefully May 15th will be a wonderful, wonderful day. Be a long time coming, I'll tell you that one, for free. Mm-hmm. So make make the best day of it, I suppose.
4: It's just a pity the fans can't be in. They can be in in England. We were just talking about that a few yeah, months d- ago.
1: F- yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that'll be the, the big disappointment um, for the players because you want to enjoy it. For me, the most important people at clubs... Uh, football supporters. clubs are the, the supporters um, and it's it's been a long year just over a year they've not been allowed to go back and it's been a great season for Rangers in terms of winning the league for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time because the Rangers fans have suffered so look two games Do you know how it
8: gets a bit a joke? Like doing in doing England which isn't too far away when you think about it they're getting Tens of thousands of fans in, and for our Scottish Cup final, which is the week after Rangers left the trophy, um, we're not even allowed a single fan in. Yeah, we have spoken about it, Jake.
1: We have spoken about it on uh, the show. I, I believe that for our Scottish Cup final, um, May the 22nd, we sh- we should be moving it elsewhere and getting at least mm-hmm. four or five thousand. Yeah. You tell me, you can't get three or four thousand fans socially distanced mm-hmm. inside Ibrox. Or inside Celtic Park, but they're saying it's down to course or whatever stewards and policing. But come on, listen, it's been a tough, tough year for everybody, especially football. And you want to get the the real people back watching their team and supporting mm-hmm. their teams.
4: And even the grounds in Edinburgh, you know, obviously not at Hebs if it's going to be them. But you could have Tynecastle, you know, it could. Murrayfield. It, yeah. Well, I'd rather it's not. I'd rather it's at the football ground rather than Murrayfield. With all due respect,
1: but with social football, distancing, yeah. look at the size, the size of size both of it, 67. No, I'm talking about Celtic Park yeah, and Ibrook yeah. massive 52,000, 60,000. Surely they can do that.
4: So, apparently, there's work going on at um, Ibrooks and Celtic Park, apparently, yeah, at the time. But can yeah, let that work mm-hmm. now. Loads of people are on our socials saying, Leanne, why are we not? At, why are we so far behind down south? Why are we not allowed there? Um, it's a difficult one we'd love to see the can fans back Paul yep. can you not get on the phone to Nicola <laughs> no? you know? I think they'll be busy at the moment uh, <laughs> A fair bit on, but you know listen we just we want to take care of course we do we want to protect
5: I don't even know but, if at it times it's down to the government because there's a lot of the, the events now that happen it's about the application process and putting a plan in place so mm-hmm. does that then fall at the, the door of the, the SFA and whoever else would have to put that application forward though, yep. you know, so uh, is it just maybe it's a bit much work at this late stage it, and they're just thinking, we've survived this long, we'll just not bother. Frustrate- you know <laughs> that, A lot of things seem to be that yep. same approach.
1: The frustrating thing is, the fans up in Scotland are watching, fans yep. being allowed and mm-hmm. down in England at some of the games, look at
4: the snooker, that's an indoor arena. 1,000 people, 978 people or something. And there's I
1: people know. allowed, allowed there. I don't see why yep. we can't get... Yep a few thousand fans in socially uh, Dustin. It's disappointing because, listen, it's been tough for everybody but football's yep. our number one sport up mm. here. We all love our football um, and it would be a great opportunity for them to allow fans in for me.
4: Jake, hopefully we're all back in for next season, surely. What do you think of your team for Champions League then? I know you're looking forward to it. How much do you need to strengthen?
8: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um I think it's difficult because... When you, look at, um, when you look at the fact that obviously Touchwood is potentially going to go the season unbeaten, um, but then you look at the fact that Rangers have only lost three games this year, right? And the three games that they've lost have all been three games that have knocked them out of a tournament. So that tells me that it's not actually ability. That tells me that a bit of it's down the mentality, the fact that they're getting knocked out of these tournaments. Because if you can go a season unbeaten, if you can win or not lose 38 games, then you can win a cup based on ability, surely. So I think they need to maybe. If, if, that's, if that's what they need to look at And going into next year They need to bring in players Maybe it's just two or three of them That have a mentality about them That can go on and just grab a game By the scruff of it, neck Put their foot down And settle down a game And I, I can't really Obviously I don't want to just say it Because Barry's in, on the show But mm. I, I can't really look past Lewis I, I, I really can't mm. I, I think that I know Aberdeen have struggled this season And yeah. it's it's been obviously been tough on him But every single time I watch them He looks like he's mm. playing out of skin and that's just what Rangers need because obviously you've got Davis, who does that every week. He can't he can't continue to do that as much as I love him too. He's my favourite player, but he can't do that all the time. I don't know if Kamara will be there. Obviously, Arfield and Jack have their injury problems. So mm-hmm. for me, Lewis is an ideal replacement just to go in there and he can bring that what Rangers need. Because um, like I said, I don't think it's ability. I think it's pure mentality that they need.
4: Liam, what do you think? Lewis Ferguson.
5: It's a good shout. You know, I've looked at Lewis a lot over the last number of seasons I think he has been a standout I don't know if he's finished this season as strongly as previous seasons um, He certainly broke onto the scene in Aberdeen for the tough season so it's really hard to gauge where he's, he's at and I would love to probably see him another season at Aberdeen when they have their overhaul of players and um, how they approach the new season I don't know if Rangers perhaps I would agree, Jake, with what you're saying, because I do think it comes down to really fine margins. And when you look at the moments that have cost Rangers in the last season, it has been small margins. You know, how can you account for not picking up a six foot, four, five goalkeeper in the middle of the six yard box? You know, there are moments as footballers you almost come away going, How has that been possible? Mm. You know, and I I don't know if that's about mentality or responsibility. Sometimes there's just moments that pass you by that you. You kind of need to look back on, and you need to learn from them. Um, I think they maybe do need a, another couple of players, but I don't know if Lewis is even still got too young ahead in his shoulders, and maybe Barry can can tell me differently. But maybe players more with a bit more experience, 24, 25, you know, that have maybe got a bit of European experience or or been over the course.
1: Barry, it is definitely an area that you he will mm. strengthen. One hundred percent, he'll he'll bring a central midfielder in. Um, you look at the, the midfielders that are there just now. Devo, for me, exceptional this season. No doubt, one of the top performers. Brilliant footballer. He's going to be a year older. I think he can maintain the standards that he has this season. Next season, 100%. Then you've got Kamara Narribo, I still think, are good players. I think they can get even better. Jack Garfield, that Jake just mentioned there, they have their injury problems. Hopefully, Jack can go over that because I believe he could be a, a massive player for yeah. Rangers. Zungu... He's not going to be there. He'll go back. So, it is an area where I think Stephen Gerrard will identify as a priority signing central midfield. Now, I don't really want to go on about my my nephew, but I wouldn't mind seeing him there, of course. Mm, Um, And do you think
4: that would improve him? You know, he he could step up. Yeah,
1: I still think he's got a lot of improving to do, Lewis. I think over the last couple of years he's certainly matured. He's he's got an old head and young shoulders. Mm -hmm. That's one thing I will say about him. He's willing to he worked really hard at his game. Would I love to see him at Rangers? Of course I would. Of course I would. But that is one one area of the Rangers team that Steven Gerrard will 100% look to strengthen. Do you think
5: he'll look to bring in sort of another yeah. centre-back as well?
1: Yeah, he could, yes.
5: Because yeah. you're kind of depending on how Catech mm-hmm. returns as well if he's injured yeah. and if he's
1: in a long up time. to speed. Yeah. Right through the spine, I think he'll look to strengthen. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. through the spine of his team
4: interesting point that Jake made isn't it that, that cup games they've lost this season is yeah, there I've something
1: dissab- in that yeah yeah, there could be I'm disappointed because it's yeah. been two opportunities that have been yeah. badly missed for me or three. I'm not taking anything away for St Johnson yeah. um, or St no, Murn sure. but watching the games I, I was frustrated w- with it because um, I've seen Rangers play at a certain level and against Prague as well should they have done better? Yeah, they could have done. Yeah. But listen, they got in the last 60 in the Europa League, Paul. Mm-hmm. That's a, a, a very good achievement. Sure. Yeah. In the league, they've been exceptional. Cup games, that's something that will be annoying, Stephen Gerard, Gerrard. And I'm sure next year they'll sort it. Because this year, they've sorted mm-hmm. the league in terms of... you You seen what happened last year. They come back off the winter break. They really struggled. Yep. I was worried during the summer, like a lot of Rangers fans. But one thing about this Rangers team is they've really impressed me. Jake, enjoyed the
4: conversation. Thanks for the call.
0: Thank you, guys. Cheers, thanks. We're back after the news. I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy. Gary, what a job you did out there today. Oh, it it was unbelievable. You saw the customers' faces when that boiler went in. It was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result, and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.
4: Wednesday evening with Barry Ferguson Leanne Crichton Paul Cooney and loads of your calls coming in we're going back on the lines and we're going to Adrian in a moment or two but Barry Ferguson is not happy whatsoever he's happy last night to win Celtic Hearts against Brora as you know second leg on Saturday and hopefully then a match was breaking the playoffs for and that's the following Tuesday and Saturday but Leanne we were talking about it with Marvin on Monday night and Mark Guidi you weren't happy about line of duty on Sunday Oh,
1: no, honestly really um there's a number of words I could use just disappointed and uh, I'll be honest when the programme finished I went straight to my bed in a bad mood so you were D for disappointed <laughs> B for bad mood Yeah, and R uh, for raging uh, listen <laughs> I love I love the, the programme brilliant that was just um, that was a poor ending so, there's no way he's H that's all I'm saying no. as soon as it finished it, yeah. um, no I wasn't having it straight to my bed uh, went then... to sleep in a bad mood <laughs>
5: I was Straight listening to Monday though, Paul. Yeah. I quite liked it when you were going on about where is H and oh, you were talking so about Eddie Howe. Howe. <laughs> that was good. I had, a ch- I had a wee chuckle in the car when I heard that. Yeah, it's always good to, to be the
1: listener. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't listen to the programme. couldn't listen to the programme no, on remember. Monday because you yeah. don't get it away up that nope. far enough.
4: No. <laughs> we were giving uh, when we were telling people where you were at that point, picking people up in <laughs> Edinburgh uh, and the like. So, loads on. We'll talk about Man City winning last night. Who will they play? Will it be Chelsea or Real Madrid? And uh, also looking forward to the games at the weekend. But let's go back on the lines. We're going to Airdrie, as I mentioned, and Ronnie is on. Hi, Ronnie, good evening.
7: Hi, good evening, lads.
4: So, what's what's on your mind? Uh,
7: First of all, I'd like to graduate Barry on last night's victory. Hope he goes on to do it. Thanks, Ronnie. Uh, You're welcome, Barry. Uh, My question is, Barry, would you like to become the Rangers manager one day?
1: Yeah, I've been I've been asked this question a number of times. Look, I I feel what I'm doing now, I'm just it's still an apprenticeship. Um, I want it to go down to the lower level to, to get basically my hands dirty. Um, Two and a half years. Yep, yeah, thirty months. I've I've been in charge, and there's there's been a lot of obviously hard work went in, and we're we're so close, but there's still a bit of hard work to be done. We've got um, a tough one on Saturday, but look, listen, you always want to manage. Um as high as possible. I've had opportunities in the past, um to manage higher. Um but I wanted to stay at Kelty and build something and and see what it takes us in the next two weeks and then um, we'll see what happens going forward. But of course Rangers is my club. I've I've supported Rangers all my days. Um, but I think we've got a, a top manager in place just now, Ronnie. Ronnie, that is a
4: good okay. question though. Yeah. Do you think there could be in the same way, given that we were talking about line of duty and conspiracy when when Klopp goes from Liverpool, and if Stephen Gerrard is the manager of Liverpool, Barry, you're the manager of Rangers. <laughs> maybe, maybe no, maybe the, maybe there is a project underway that we didn't know about. Is there a project? No, there's no project. No, no
1: project. It's not a bad thought, though, Leanne.
5: Absolutely. You've I been watching
1: but... too much Line of Duty. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Don't somebody <laughs> end up in a bad mood in a minute? <laughs> but I think there yeah. would be loads of Rangers fans mm. out there that would love to see Barry manage. Mm the club you know and I think as a a player uh, of his experience get on and you know I agree with what he's done in in terms of getting his hands dirty you could never say never though it would be a dream would it not if you were to think and and to get that opportunity
1: yeah but see look when I started out my coaching badges when I was 34 35 I did have it in my mind what I wanted to do what route I wanted to go down Um, and I wanted to go and go down levels where I hadn't experienced Playing, I was lucky enough to play at the highest level and obviously Rangers, a massive club, won trophies but I wanted to go and try something totally different and do you know what, it took me a few years to learn the the trade I had to change quite a lot of the way that I manage now and I think as I've got a bit older now um, I've become a better manager, I've still got stuff to learn but I'm enjoying what I'm doing just now and um, obviously i brought a bit of success the last couple of years but I believe I can still bring a bit more um, and then but you never know what could happen yeah. in the future you never know
4: and the contrast between when you were you know captain of Rangers everything's done for you isn't it at a club at the size of Rangers and then Celtic Hearts and where you're but taking I enjoy them. that side of, I know that, you do. enjoy
1: the, the organising side of things and things that basically you get everything laid on a plate for you mm-hmm. um, when we were at Rangers that, that's the way it was um, we had great people working in the background that done everything for you I just wanted to go down the route and do things for myself Um whether that's helping with kit and blowing balls up and yep. picking stuff mm. off the dressing room floor. Organising the meals? That, that Yep, organising the meals and the coach. You don't coach. cook, though, do you? No, I don't <laughs> cook. No. But yeah. the, listen, that, yeah. takes a way... right yep. yeah. that takes me away. You did
5: making coffees, right? Yep.
1: That takes me away back to my, my day starting mm. out as a professional footballer. Mm. That was an apprenticeship. We had to clean dress rooms, clean toilets, mm. wash the first team training kit, clean boots. And that was a great learning curve for me. Whoa. And I felt I had to go back to that. When I done my badges and became a manager, mm-hmm. Ronnie, that's a
4: really good question. And we, you know, I didn't know what you were going to ask. You've just uh, come on there. Uh, anything else you want to ask, Leanne and Barry, about Rangers no, at the moment? Just
7: hopefully, Barry will be Rangers managers just as soon as the other goes.
4: Mm-hmm. And and he will go eventually, but you wouldn't want that to be but happening yeah, too soon, would you? Well, maybe
7: another couple of years, and then Barry in the door.
4: Right. Okay we'll remember when check. we heard that first I mean people have said it before but but and why not because often top players often don't make great managers I'm looking at you just now mm-hmm. Leanne on that and that often happens but look at Zidane mind you, you one the of the, the best yep, and think, he's at
1: Real Madrid Do you know what Paul I think yep. you made a great comment there and that's why you've got to go and do yep. all your badges and I mean it took me what was that five years to complete all my badges there's a lot of work in goes into it and um, you've got to make mistakes along the way and I've made some some mistakes and you've got to learn from their mistakes and know everything that I do I think right I go and I watch other clubs I I, I study other things that other managers do um, and I've took a bit out of every manager that I've played under you've got to be your own man sure. you've got to have a way of playing and, and I enjoy that kind of side of it um, but I, big believer in you've got to do your apprenticeship mm-hmm.
4: and you, you learn from Walter Smith Alec McQuish, uh, Dick Advoca. Um so many Graham Soonis. Graham Soonis, yeah. I don't yeah.
1: I, yeah. Some fantastic managers. Um You take something from each of them. Yep, yeah Tough mm. managers, um, really strict at, at times, but also wanted a good atmosphere round about the place. Mm. So you've got there's got to be a happy medium. But listen, I enjoy enjoy it. I still enjoy the pressures. Um this is a pressure situation. I'm in the next ten days. Mm. I need to try and get our club, which was basically a junior club three or four years ago. Um into the professional um but we are professional obviously, but get us into the SPFL. But there's still a bit of a bit of hard work to go. I'm I'm no naive to think it's we've we've um, we've done it. We've still got a big game on Saturday and hopefully we can get the, the right result and progress the club up the leagues.
4: I thought he was gonna say he's under pressure on the radio with you and me. Leanne. <laughs> Leanne, what were you gonna ask him? I was just yeah. th-
5: as much as you take the good things, though, from managers, there's also bits that you learn over your career, don't you, Barry? That there's bits that you would do completely differently and you'll have seen
1: that. 100% the way that you've, you've got to treat players now. I mean, some of the managers that I got brought up with were, like, tough. They were tough mm-hmm. on you. It's a different generation now. Mm-hmm. I can't be the way that managers were like with me when I was 17 and 18. It's You can't do it or you lose them. So, I've had to get my head round that. I mean, I still think there's a place and time to... Eh? have a pop at players but you've got to watch what you do now so I've learned from my my mistakes Um, if you don't learn from your mistakes you're going to suffer I
5: don't think and I I don't think there's a right way you know like there's no one way to go and do something you look at even Frank Lampard for example and you think is his opportunity to go back to Chelsea did that come too soon Mm. in his career and you know was that moment ruined for him that would he ever get to go back and that was probably a job for him that he when he started out with his badges, was probably thinking he would love to get back to Chelsea. That was why he jumped at the opportunity um, at the first time of asking. So, maybe the way that Barry's doing it and, and his apprenticeship, as he calls it, and, and working back up through the, the divisions and getting that experience puts you in a better place to then go back in and take a top job I mean, like the Rangers job.
1: Leanne just mentioned a guy like Frank Lampard might need to take two or three steps back mm-hmm. and go and manage at mm-hmm. a, a lower level. Um
5: you look at Wayne Rooney, look at yep, in the could position, go down at the bottom but, with yeah. Arby. You know, when...
1: well, one thing about when Steven Gerrard come up here, um, he's got a real experienced backroom team. Um, mm-hmm. and he's When you hear him doing interviews, he speaks uh, clearly about that, that they take a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. away from him. He's still in his apprenticeship, and you see each season since he's come in, there's been progression, progression. Mm-hmm. And then this season, there was a lot of pressure on him. To win a trophy, sure. and he's delivered and that. I think in time he's going to be. Um, I think he is a top manager, but he's going to be one of the best. I mm-hmm. think. Ronnie, who's your player of the year? For me,
7: it's going to be Davis. He just controls
4: that midfield. He settles the rest of the
5: team down. Yeah, he does. He's See the big... way. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I think he's been huge. He's been mm-hmm. instrumental for Rangers this season. I think when you look at the games that he's played when the season started out, I don't know if you would have banked him playing as many games. The injury to Ryan Jack I think supported that. Um, Scott Arfield being missing on occasions as well. I think that calmness that he shows, his quality nice. on the ball, he, his bravery, um, everything on the park mm-hmm. and, and off the park mm-hmm. you could only imagine the influence that he has in and around the club.
1: He's a, he's a perfect footballer. Mm-hmm. He's got better wages, he's like a, a fine red wine <laughs> for me. Um, and but, see watching that game on Sunday, I think it was Golson lost the ball. Mm-hmm. He's... Thirty-six years of age and that desire to get back in and yeah. and get the tackle um, and brilliant piece of business for Rangers keep him. Is he going to be available to play every game next season? He just needs to wait and see how the pre-season goes. But for me, he's been he's been absolute immense, and as I says, that Rangers that Rangers team he brings a real calmness. But he's still up against that other old fine wine <laughs> in the shape of
4: uh, Alan McGregor he's not for shifting he's still giving it to the goalkeeper who's been amazing I mean we know he has uh, Ronnie would you uh, think of swapping it for Alan McGregor as your player of the year because no. of the huge saves no second
7: no, no. with Davis second with Davis having the hard goals all been wonderful players this season the full team but for me Davis has settled that midfield right in.
1: I, I can't argue with that um, I I just think when you've got a a top goalkeeper and the amount of mm. massive saves he's made he's been exceptional but listen Ronnie just mentioned Stephen Davis a guy who I respect so much and I think he's been absolute immense for Rangers you're this gonna, year
4: You're going to change your mind? No <laughs> <You're not. laughs>
3: okay.
5: I'm staying loyal to the midfielders I'm going Stephen D- Davis David oh, no, Proven it's... on the
4: programme on Sunday uh, with Barry was saying nah, goalkeepers shouldn't win the player of the year I think he was winding you up I agree
5: a little bit but normally <laughs> he's just been yeah. a even big he's moments. saving Sunday yeah. El Yunusie the fingertips yeah. it, and it, I just love his aggression like it's just the moments that he's come up mm. with over the course of the season it's unbelievable
1: a different game. Yeah. Yeah. maybe I, I'm, I'm been biased because I, I know him but I've seen him progress as a young kid mm-hmm. I remember coming in when he came in at 15 year old um, really skinny and, and raw but you could see he had so much ability and he'd done it the hard way as well couldn't get into the Rangers team when I waited on Femlin and St Johnson got a bit of experience and what, what a goalkeeper he's turned out to be he certainly has. Ronnie, listen, thanks very much for calling.
7: Hey, thank you. Cheers, well Ronnie there.
4: Cheers. We'll look out for that one if Barry would be a future manager of Rangers and why not? Because often we do look, especially down south, you know, the, the foreign managers, look at Thomas Tuchel. He is doing a, a great job. Pep Guardiola, amazing. Um, in fact, I'm not advancing an argument here at all apart from some amazing managers uh, from <laughs> abroad. Um, but there's also really talented managers from, from the UK.
5: There is, but I think any football fan, you want to see somebody that you identify as, as one right. of your own and I think you see that with Liverpool and the way they speak about Stephen Gerrard and He's heavily um, tipped to being yeah. a replacement for Jurgen Klopp, and there's a reason for that because he's he's loved and adored mm. by everybody. Um, and I think ideally, as a football sport, that is what you would want. You know, of course, you you would knock back success if a foreign manager's coming in and, and going to do a job for you, but you want to have that identification and um, that um, emotional connection with the person in charge.
1: Yeah, yeah and it's probably for Stephen Gerrard. He's came to a place west of Scotland, mm. Rangers, where you're under severe pressure. Yeah. Severe pressure, the spotlight's on them 24 7. Even more than Liverpool. I mean, yeah, Liverpool, I, 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 Man United. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I totally different. agree with you. It's mm-hmm. totally yeah. different up here. Because yeah. um, families can help and pressure's, have, you know, the pressures, the blue and the red. The pressures and yeah. the, the demands, and I know it, as a player, you're expected to win every single game. And if you draw a game, it's not good enough. If you lose a game, it's an absolute disaster. It's been a so perfect
5: that... education oh, for him. Oh, it's been though. brilliant because for him. Because if he does get back down to that job, like you're saying, in terms mm-hmm. of an apprenticeship, it's been an apprenticeship mm-hmm. for, for him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out of. Where he was and, and how much he was loved and adored, there was pressure on him to deliver. I heard an interview with him, I think, was it maybe Chris Boyd that's interviewed him in the, in the past week? Mm-hmm. um, And his advice that Stephen Gerrard, when he spoke to Jurgen Klopp and what it would take in management and everything else, um, he said, You need to learn, you know, you need to be balanced. He says, And it, it took me a while to realize what he meant, but I've made mistakes and I've got to that point. I, I know exactly what he means now.
1: Yep. And one thing about him as well, see, when he does an interview, whether the the one draw or lose very very honest yeah.
4: mm-hmm. and you don't see that a lot mm-hmm. Yeah another great player amazing player who did well in management Kenny Douglas look at the way they love him at Liverpool um, and he was uh, an iconic player one of the best ever like Barry and uh, did really well especially at Liverpool where they love him and you know he's Absolutely all,
5: and he's still yeah. loved and adored and, and he's everything to do with the club yeah. and he's in there at the heart of everything that goes on and I think if if when you play out your career and if you have a, a vision beyond that, that would be the vision that you would want is that that love and admiration that you built up over those number of years would continue beyond your playing days. And if you can go and deliver success to the club, whether that be Liverpool, Rangers, um, Kenny Dalglish when it, it was at Blackburn Rovers, mm-hmm. you want to show people you know, that you, you can go and turn your hand to it. If you decide to go into management as a former player, you want success because as a player you're driven by success and that doesn't change when you go into management.
4: That's a great point because you forget he won the title at Blackburn Rovers which uh, younger people will say, say yeah, Blackburn Rovers yeah, yeah, they were
1: huge. He was a fantastic yeah. player wasn't he? Mm-hmm. King Amazing. Kenny um yep. great manager and I've been lucky enough to meet him a number of times mm-hmm. what a nice guy he is as well. Amazing. He joined us earlier in
4: the season on the programme so it was great to hear King Kenny Sir Kenny as he is now was as he? well. Yep. I, I
1: think he would prefer King Kenny yeah. no? King Kenny I would think yeah. so King Kenny Sir Kenny King Kenny
5: What would you Rumble. rather Sir Barry King Barry
1: oh <laughs> King
4: what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 08 08,
5: 08 17,
2: we'll
4: the 17 700 it's the Go Radio Football show with OPC Energy Limited Tottenham against Chelsea Chelsea the favourites the women's game and it's uh, Kerr who scored uh, Chelsea the Red Hot favourites yeah,
5: She's been wonderful Sam Kerr, since she's yeah. joined them in the past season Paul and they got themselves to the, the Champions League final at the weekend which is incredible because the amount of players that I know within that team as well and we've got Erin Cuthbert they're representing Scotland and they're just down to earth they work hard Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's surreal for some of them to have that thought that they're actually going to the final and they need to go and deliver it now
4: up against Barca
1: yeah well I I was speaking to Alan about it I watched the Chelsea and and Bayern Munich the Mm semi-final and see the quality on show I I thought it was a brilliant game Um, Bayern Munich had some decent players, some real good footballers, but Chelsea were, were obviously too strong. But the standard, I mean, we're talking at the you the, the started the show um, about this guy on social media mm. giving Natasha, yeah. but mm. the standard of the women's game down in England, certainly that game, I know it was a Champions League, mm. was a high standard.
5: And also, I know earlier in the season, I think we mentioned Emma Hayes, yeah. Chelsea manager, and she was linked with one of the jobs in England. What a wonderful job she's done. Mm. You know, and she's got a real passion and love for the club. She's got all the players mm. wanting to play for her. Um, she's got a kind of family loving environment at the club. She, Everybody buys into mm. it. Um, and she's and got the backing of the owners. Absolutely. Yep. They've put yeah. good money and she's in. She's been them, there a long yep. time, you know, and she's been backed and she's been linked with other jobs, even the England job as well. Um, she's never really been interested in moving on. And I think for her, if she was to go on and lift the the Champions League, it would make absolutely everything that she's done worthwhile.
4: 0808 17 17 700. You can call Barry and Leanne next.
5: The Go Radio Football
3: Show. Talking football first. Listen live weeknights from five.
4: Well, it's all about the cash, cars and superstars here in Go Radio. We've teamed up with Macklin Motors Nissan to give you the chance to win a brand new car worth £15,000. Barry Ferguson's ears and Leanne Crichton have pricked up at this one to win big it's all about identifying the superstar voices right
2: we ready stand by here we go Gold Radio we love Glasgow shall we try it again Gold Radio we love Glasgow no guesses Barry but <laughs> this is hard five different voices yeah well yeah? I no
4: say on there but I know who they are oh, oh. <laughs> and he doesn't he's saying he does mind you he often gives us tips Leanne we'll try it one more time
2: Gold radio, we love Glasgow. Oh, you go like that? Uh, not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> nor have I. Um, Gold yeah. radio, we love Glasgow. I,
1: am I allowed to enter the competition? Nope, you're oh, not. <laughs> There's no nope. way you know. <laughs> not a
4: not, chance. It doesn't. We don't. We don't know. See this one. I think. Um,
2: Gold radio, we love Glasgow.
4: Yeah, I've so, got... I've, I've
2: got um, I
4: think, yes, I think I've got them. All right, for the listeners, if you think you know who they are, head to thisisgo.co.uk now. Register your details and Crofty and Gredo could be calling you back on the 10th of May to play. Every celeb identified is worth £500. Get all five in the correct order and you'll bag £500 cash. Plus, you'll drive away in a brand new Nissan Micra one litre IGT 92 Ascenta five door. So register now at thisis go.co.uk Go
2: Radio We love Glasgow
4: <laughs> There we are It's got everyone talking I know people are now asking me about it I haven't a clue We don't know <laughs> It's be above our pay grade Even Barry's isn't it Leanne <laughs> We don't know who it is So
5: I don't know Maybe oh, he's got a bit of an inside scoop on it He's got that
1: look there hasn't he mm-hmm. Yeah I see um, yep. Just uh, going away for football I see yep. um, Grado and Crofty Friday morning They're away yeah, um, are, where, where is it they are Argyll indeed.
4: they're going to be coming live from Argyll yes. I thought you were going to a say holiday, the lovely news a holiday, news.
1: holiday, ah. a
4: wee holiday. yeah yes. yeah. we'll tell you more about that in a minute So it's lovely news that uh, Grado oh, and his just... partner are expecting oh, so lovely. a baby on the way wonderful not Crofty and Grado Grado and his partner <laughs> so that that's really <laughs> a mini Grado it, wow really good news.
1: <laughs> wow a mini Grado it's
4: lovely news when you heard it it was really quite emotional wasn't it on the breakfast show so yep. Yeah
1: the nice. nice emotional news.
4: Producer Holly was certainly emotional. They all were, for everyone. It was really nice. Yeah. Good. Good on him. So well done to him. Yeah, this are Gail Holidays it's with. So look out for that on the breakfast show. But back here on the football show with OPC Energy Limited. We're gearing up for the big matches. Who do you fancy tonight? Chelsea against uh, Real Madrid. I fancy Chelsea. I fancy,
1: yeah. I fancy, sorry should I say, an all Premier League, Champions League final.
5: Said
1: that didn't you be last
4: amazing, week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and who do you fancy Man City,
1: Manchester or? City? I hope Man City all the way, yeah. yeah mm. I just love playing them. I and I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna say, I know Phil, Phil Foden. Foden, what a player! As yeah. I says believe me when I say this, he'll be the best player in the world in a couple of years. In the world, yes,
5: he was exceptional last night. But yep. who else do you think I'm gonna say? Was it? oh, you have you even seen I the game? I've Maris, what a performance! Mm. Amazing,
4: wow, two goals,
5: electrifying, phenomenal. Do you think yeah. that's a statement?
4: Yeah. Phil Foden I think it is yeah best player in the world in a couple of years three years something
5: like that when you look at it if they go on and you're always judged on Europe aren't you Mm -hmm. these players Ronaldo Messi you go and win it you've got to be top of Europe Mm -hmm. and that's they're on route Mm -hmm. they're going to be there
1: he's just a a wonderful football player Mm -hmm. I love him again like his ability is second to none but another thing he does and I'm going to say it he works so hard mm-hmm. yeah. the, the, the graft he puts into a game of football is unbelievable 20 years of age
5: Have it, you noticed a difference in the Man City team this season though in terms of their work rate mm-hmm. off the ball yep. because they were always wonderful on it mm-hmm. but out of possession I think they've added that wee bit that, that Liverpool had last season mm-hmm. where there's so much energy mm-hmm. no player is above defending Everybody works hard for the front to the back um, and the goalkeeper's distribution. What about Edison's ball? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly. But it, that was straight off the training ground, Paul. Yeah. That's something that's worked on because you could see the movement, the wee give and go and the ball over the top um, and everybody's on it. And then the second goal, De Bruyne has passed for Foden and the ball across the box is just
1: Stunning. unbelievable. Yeah. They're, just, they're a brilliant team to watch. They are, they're just... Uh, what Leanne just mentioned there that they, they work so hard as a team, but I think the guys that are in the team know if they don't produce a performance, there's somebody Oof. sitting on that bench ready to take their place. Well, such um, a strong squad, it's amazing, isn't it? There are yeah, some people, and that, see, the yeah. thing is, Paul, see, with such a, a strong squad, it must be difficult to keep that group happy because as mm-hmm. a of footballer, yeah. you want to play every game, yeah. um, so. That comes down to man management. Fernandinho
5: yeah. as well. Last night, I thought his yeah, game management and stuff was was spot on. You know, even in a couple of heated moments towards the end of the game, he could have got caught up in it and let other players go. But you could see him really fighting to to control the the team and keep pe- you know, keep people grounded and on the pitch.
4: It's Drimsaini Estate Holiday Village in Argyll. So, yeah, well spotted on Friday. Yeah, I heard that. That's where they'll be. Yep. A wee free, mm-hmm. free holiday there. Yeah. I'll bring the English thing back <laughs> to Scotland. To you. I <laughs> okay, well, think, Paul, you're
5: not well, taking them
4: up, no? no, Ronnie's got him as the Rangers <laughs> manager in a couple of years yeah. after. Uh, Klopp moves on. You've heard it here first. And then uh, Stephen Gerrard to Liverpool. There it just are. doesn't... And Barry's absolutely not commenting on it and life doesn't work that way, but you never know. And why not? It's crazy in England. I see the Man United-Liverpool game is going ahead on the 13th now. Um, Barry and I were on air on Sunday when we saw the start of the protests and who would have thought that would have happened. So it's going to be Man United um, against Liverpool on the 13th. They're changing some of the games around. They're going to have three games in five, five, six days.
1: Yep. Yeah, Yeah, but they, they've got squads to cope with that, Paul. Yeah. Um, the size of clubs, they've got the, the, the recovery. And I'll tell you um, what's available now to professional footballers. Um, you can recover... So quick after a game when your recovery shakes and they get all the right food there. So I don't think that'll be a problem.
4: Liverpool were the champions last year. Uh, They were the, the dominant team. Man City not so good. In Scotland it was Celtic and then Rangers second not so good. And it's the reverse. I guess my question is will Celtic take some hope from that that they can do... A Man City next season, they can come back and be dominant against against Rangers who've been like Liverpool this season, an analogy I, I, there.
5: I think yeah. they've got to. You know, I think you've got to try and, and find nuggets of information and motivation and inspiration that you can take that drives you on, otherwise you wouldn't really bother being mm. in the game. I think when there's as much pressure at two clubs like Rangers and Celtic the emphasis is always there you know, you can never have one side dominating for too long before the other team tries to, to fight back but we, we know looking at Celtic and their dominance over the last number of years how difficult that can become and without the right people in charge, without the right players um, in the club without money, you don't get close to it You know, and that will be the question marks that still hang over Celtic just now once we start to get answers about what the club's going to look like moving forward we might be able to gauge a better picture for that mm. I think the that, money
4: will be there Barry, but it's how you spend it and who's who's controlling it who's yeah, in charge
1: of it I think Rangers have I've got a real chance they've been dominant now mm-hmm. for the next few years if they continue to strengthen um, and I've said that a few times on the show Paul best time to strengthen is when you're on yeah. top mm-hmm. and I think Celtic failed to do that Rangers have been really strong this year you've just noticed this week with the new signing and I think the manager sees an opportunity that they can go and become the dominant force again. Because, um, listen, Celtic for the last nine years mm-hmm. um, were, were untouchable, basically. Mm-hmm. They were so far in front. Um, but now, I think they've got too many players to bring in. I think when you start bringing in 10, 12 players, it takes mm-hmm. a lot of time to gel. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, big rebuild, which um, Celtic need to do. First and foremost, for the, the Celtic fans, and I I, kept, I keep sort of getting asked for them, when are they going to get told What's
4: who's happening? going to be leading them?
1: Yeah, Because pre-season's just round the corner. Champions League uh, qualifiers are just round the corner. They need to get a manager in quickly and they need to start identifying um, who's coming in, mm-hmm. who's wanting to stay, who's going to go. That doesn't happen overnight.
5: Inconsistency is really key. You know, for any sports team to be Dominant and successful, you need that consistency. When you look at Liverpool and the players that they lost from their, their side this year, whether it be through injury, um, that really affected them. Yeah. It really impacted the situation there at Liverpool. And, and people can go, but you've got big squads and you've got big players, but you've got important players yeah. and there's a difference. You know, every every team can have good players, but you need players that you can... Really guarantee you're going to perform like your Van Dykes, um, and that's why Rangers will be desperate to yes, recruit and, and become stronger, mm-hmm. but keep that core group of players because it's there's no coincidence that they've delivered you the success. Mm-hmm.
4: And it's how you spend the money, isn't it? Whoever the new manager is, if it's the Eddie Howe era, which people seem to think it's going to be, because they spent a lot of money last summer. Barry, we know at Barca, Ayete, mm-hmm. you know, Clamala wasn't in the summer. I know that, but there's a fair bit of money spent. Yeah, it doesn't guarantee it. No, it doesn't. You've
1: got to spend it wisely, Paul. Um... Cause as I said, you just mentioned two players there. That's ten million pound. Yep. That, that's a lot of money in Scottish football, and yep. that's ten million pound that Celtic have spent on two players that um are not even anywhere near starting yep. for Celtic. Well, you kind of forgot about them at the weekend, didn't you? you yeah. And went, then Climala just left. Yep. I know he left there yep. um last week or so. Mm. That's another three three and a half million pound. They never no. get that back from. No, there, there, there's mm. no chance. Um, so when you get that sort of money. To spend, you need to make sure whoever you sign hit the ground running. And that's the difference for Rangers. If you look at this, the recruitment for Rangers side of things, the only one that's probably no hit the ground running is it.
5: And it's taken the Rangers over three seasons to get that mm-hmm. success. And even at that, they've only delivered one trophy in nine.
1: Yeah, I know. So it's I no know. easy.
5: You know, and, and if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it all the time. The big clubs would just be spending money and it would just happen. But that's not the case. Steven Gerrard's been backed from the minute he came in the door at Rangers. But the success never came immediately. And I, I think that's the concern Um among Celtic fans is that they know that because they've watched that from the other side um, and there is no guarantees in, in football, absolutely not.
4: And if Eddie Howe does come in and if he called Julianne, I mean, we were actually, we were winding up uh, Marvin Bartley a wee bit on Monday because he has been quoted as, not been quoted, he's been mentioned as potentially being part of the backroom team. If Eddie Howe comes in, he hasn't said a word to us and he actually just (laughs) smiled. Um, But are there players up here that Celtic should be looking at that they should be bringing in before they're snapped up elsewhere?
5: I, th- I think they've got to be You know, I think there's a couple of young players a- around Scotland doing really well that can back to Hibs you know yep. I mentioned them earlier in the-, the cup match this weekend when you look at Kevin Nisbet who's not exactly old but he's certainly not young 24 um Josh Doig, you know, would mm-hmm. be another one. I think that Celtic, in terms of the fullback situation, would be looking at it possibly replacing. There's been a couple of whispers that that could be a move that's on the card. So whether that materialises or not. But I think also to do that, you need to have people in and around the club that know mm-hmm. the Scottish game. You know, and also I think what Stephen Gerrard learned is that a lot of players initially that he brought in they didn't settle in Scotland they didn't hit the ground running um and there's always teething problems like that there's no guarantees that players are going to come and fit the system or you they're going to be exactly what you thought of them we know how tough the scottish league is you don't get the same time in the ball so um to assume that players can can just be you know pay a bit of money for them and come up and they'll do your job um I don't think is that easy but Nisbet and Doig I think will be two players that Hibs will be desperate to keep mm-hmm. um, I think Barry mentioned that maybe Doig had just recently signed yeah. a new contract mm-hmm. so they'll be looking to if they were to lose him make a bit of money on him because yep. he has got a real potential I think
1: that's the reason why they put him on a longer term yep. contract because yeah. of the way he's performed there's no doubt that clubs will be sniffing around about him because mm-hmm. um, I do think he's got a very bright future um, but I'm just looking back to the young players there and what you mentioned mm-hmm. about Celtic disappointed the young boy Alan McCann at St Johnson's no yeah. been nominated he's mm-hmm. I don't know what you think Leanne he's a player when I watch St Johnson as I said I've been really impressed the last mm-hmm. three months he's getting better and better every time I see that young kid yeah
5: he's a top player mm-hmm. he's Absolutely. going places isn't he yeah, yeah
1: yeah not that Perth isn't especially as they've won one cup and they might win two well I tell uh, you see if Callum uh, is able to keep his best players mm-hmm. and adds two or three quality players They've got to be thinking challenging for third place now. What kind of budget are, do they
4: have there? They don't have the best budget. Yeah, no.
1: They'll be middle of the road probably. Mm-hmm. Or maybe lower middle. middle. Yep, yep, lower middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another thing why I think Callum um, Davison deserves a lot of credit and so do the players. They've got a certain way of playing um, but they play it well and they've got good players as well but that young lad for me, Alan mm-hmm. McCann, as I stand out every time I watch them Just Johnson? on that, is
5: that the Scottish Football Writers' Nomination was yes. uh-huh. And I think Ali yep. McCann's Northern Ireland, I think that's why he's ah. not included in those nominations. I heard that yesterday, because I thought the same, and there's a couple of other yep, players. Absolutely right. A couple of the yep. St Mirren boys as well. They have to be have Scottish. Been. Yeah. Yep. For for this award anyway, yep. you've got to be Scottish. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they're not awards, he's got to be in it.
5: Mm. Yeah. Aye. Like they're the PFA playing. and stuff like that, yeah, he's I think he's, he'll it. qualify for that. And How far can you go, Leanne, do you think? Alan we can. McCann
4: after his St Johnson days how far could he go?
5: I mean the sky's the limit for him you know mm-hmm. I've heard Barry speak a lot about him over the last number of weeks we've spoke about him off air I think performance wise he's been a standout um, he's at a good club he's developing well he's had opportunities um, he's faced with the opportunity either success or failure in, in cup competitions you learn a lot from that sometimes the toughest ones are the ones that you learn the most from and it'll be interesting to see you know if he can uh, remain at St Johnston, or if come the summer he moves on but then it's up to Ali McCann where his career goes
1: Yeah, but I just see him maturing every time mm-hmm. I see him physically mm-hmm. you can yep. see he's getting stronger as well he's a good footballer he can get about the pitch he can handle the ball he can get up and down um, he can support the, the, the strikers um, and he's an and a, he's a team. full international yep. now mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and he's got a great obviously guy to look up to and Stephen Davis I'm sure he'll be taking pointers off him
5: and the sad thing is he's at St Johnstone and financially probably what he's worth won't reflect no. what clubs would pay for mm-hmm. him you know and that's just the bit that kind of sticks in my throat a wee bit with Scottish football at times is that you don't ever get the true value of a player simply because they're up here. Going that, back to John McGinn, two and a half million, and you just think that's wow. why it's a
1: market that <laughs> you know a lot, of, a lot of um, other leagues look at because mm-hmm. you can get players for knockdown prices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just mentioned three million quid for for three and a half million for mm-hmm. John McGinn. And how much is he worth now? Me? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think John McGinn. You're looking. Forty million pound player. Easily. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? And I think yep. was
5: it Jim Goodwin that yes. we had on the other yep. meeting was speaking mm-hmm. about looking at the Irish market and he was saying because of the the mm-hmm. changes now we we're bringing overseas players it was going to become a lot more difficult and the Scottish mm-hmm. league would be the exact same.
4: That's a good point. We're with Barry. We're with Leanne and you next.
5: This Monday,
3: Go Radio and Macklin Motors' Nissan are giving someone in Glasgow in the West the chance to win a brand new car worth 15K. 15K. As we play... (laughs) If you can identify the superstars... Go
2: Radio. We love Glasgow. The
3: car could be yours. Register to play at thisisgo.co.uk Then listen to Crofty and Grado this Monday at 10 past 8 on Go Radio. Breakfast with Macklin Motors Nissan. There's a test drive waiting for you. Only on Go Radio Breakfast.
9: So if you're heading home at the moment the traffic has died down but High Street is still closed in both directions due to the building fire at the old college bar between Ingram Street and Cathedral Street and traffic is coping well but Duke Street and George Street are still closed Now on the M8 you do have the ongoing roadworks affecting both sides of the road at the Woodside Viaduct up between Junction 15 for Townhead and Junction 18 for Charing Cross If you're going eastbound you're slow passing over the Kingston Bridge through to Junction 16 for Craig Hall and on the westbound area you're slow through the works You're also looking a bit slow on the M77 southbound this is just from Junction 1 Breck through to Silverburn where traffic breaks up and you're free after that. You've got some temporary traffic lights on the Gallagate at Abercrombie Street some stop and go boards on Ballater Street near Lauriston Road and some temporary traffic lights on Barnsford Road at Walkinshaw Road near Glasgow Airport. And on your public transport you will get delays of up to 10 minutes on Scott Rail between Glasgow Central and Kilmarnock due to signalling problems and for the very latest travel updates you can get them at thisisgo.co.uk Go Radio. We love Glasgow.
4: Thanks, Chris. And of course, you can win the car, the brand new car with Macklin Motors Nissan. You just have to guess who they are. These five voices. Oh
2: Radio. We love Glasgow.
4: Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney and loads of your calls coming in. we are got to Dundee now. Jack is on the line. Well, Jack, I don't know if you're in Dundee, but you are a fan of Dundee Football Club. Good evening, Jack. Spot on, mate, yeah. Yeah, uh, how's it going, lads? Ah, uh, good. Are you in the City of Discovery itself? I'm
10: not, mate. No, I'm from Canoosti myself, but uh, yeah. Dundee's my team. Dundee's the closest city, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great
7: I've been called course.
5: many things as well, Jack, but I'm not a lad. Uh,
4: that's
10: right, yeah. You've get the, the lads and the
4: lassies, yeah.
10: The lads and the lassies
5: it's <laughs> alright I'll let you off I've got a soft spot for Dundee this season they've been doing well
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
10: I'm glad to hear
4: that hey Jack thanks for joining us on Glasgow's Go Radio so yeah what do you want to say
10: well I want to get your thoughts because it's
4: I'm laughing, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yellow card I know you don't
10: right
6: okay yeah
10: <laughs> it's something that I've like because my old man he's a United supporter and, and we've always said Ryan Gold should be in the Scotland squad you could say it's probably biased from you know United fans point of view but I think we're at a point now where seriously he should be in that squad he's he's, he's tearing up the Portuguese top fight and he's no getting in the squad I can't understand that what do you think?
1: Yeah, listen in terms of Ryan Gold when he was a, a young lad coming through at Dun United he certainly jumped out at me in terms of the, the ability he had the the, the kind of Way he played um, real technical ability. He obviously, went to Portugal. It never really worked from the first cup, the first few years. But as as um, Jack just said, there, he's playing top flight football. He's he's one of the the main performers. Um, Ryan Gold just yep. now. Um, I think he's 24-25 now. So yeah, he's got real, real good experience. Um, playing in a a top flight in Portugal. Bear in the mind, you've got Sporting Lisbon, Benfica, yep. Porto. Mm-hmm. Boa Vista you've got the big clubs um, and he's producing week in, week out and he's one of the players that I've seen press releases um, regarding him saying there's a few clubs down south now um, looking at him for me he was a top talent you obviously don't see too much of him now he's over mm. in, uh, in Portugal in the top flight but if you're a you're no good player if you if you don't play in uh, the Portuguese top flight as I it says it's a competitive league I've played against many of these teams in the past I know what size of stadiums what crowds I know there's no crowds cause he obviously COVID but me Ryan Gold always had the ability there's no doubt to play at the top level um, and I see Jack's point it is strange that he's he's been overlooked that's a question only Steve Clark can mm-hmm. can say is Steve Clark sending somebody over there to watch him but he as a player clearly that has got the ability and good enough to play it at an international level. Leanne?
5: I know it's a tough one because it, I think the situation that Scotland are in with their wealth of midfielders and top midfielders um, if it's no if it's no broke don't fix it kind of thing whereas if you were maybe if we were crying out for creative midfielders you would be forced to bring him in, so I, I don't know if it's that bit about loyalty with Steve Clark, or if it's just out of sight, out of mind, and he, he's not seen enough of him, he'd he know that he could bring him into the, the pool of players. But it's a shame because 25 is a bit of an awkward age as well. If you look at national team football and getting that experience, how do you ever know that you would be good enough to make it if you don't get the opportunities? I think he's just been really unfortunate, you know, and I, I don't doubt that as Barry's just described what he's achieving over there. I actually think it was, was he was a captain in Farrance at, yeah, at I, one I, point I, as mm-hmm. well and so he, he's obviously seen as a an experienced player yeah. w- with quality there and leadership abilities and it's a shame that he's missed out. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
1: reason why I know he's, he's in a good season is about three or four weeks ago somebody had mentioned him and I was like, I, 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 mm-hmm. I actually had forgot all about mm-hmm. him. I know he'd, he'd went over to Portugal mm-hmm. in a big move yeah. from Dundee United um, but then I went and looked up and the amount of press reports that you got, Ryan Gold, top player, mm-hmm. Um ran the game against Porto or or Sporting Lisbon so he's clearly playing in a competitive league Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't Mm -hmm. think he should be overlooked Mm -hmm. because it is a it is a tough league a Portuguese league Jack can we ask you about I I was just going to say right he he was
10: good enough to get a cap when he was at Dundee United Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so was Andy Robertson and Stuart Armstrong they were in the same team and they never got a chance until they went to a bigger club right why are we scared to put good players in the team now you mentioned about loyalty, right? But there's no loyalty in football these days. If you're good enough, you should be in that squad, right? Look at England, right? England don't don't muck about, right? If you if they, if you've got a good enough player, he gets a cup, right? Ireland or Wales, if Gold was Welsh or Irish, he'd have twenty, fifteen, ten, fifteen, twenty cups by now, right? Why are we putting all the Burke in the squad? What are we doing?
1: You know, I, I, I agree. What does he bring? Jack, see for me. See if you're in top form, mm. you should bend me a shout. You're getting into the squad. Mm. Mm. I get what yep, Leanne's saying, yep. and I do. I, I do agree with Leanne. I think Stevie Clap. I'm not saying that's faithful. the right way, though. No, but I just
5: think that is what he, you, you yeah, see from is, Steve Clap. He's, Clark. he's been faithful
1: that's... for this group of players mm-hmm. because they got us to a major championship in 20, 23 years. Not understand that, but for me, it goes on form at international level. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, Jack's talking about Ryan Gold, who's producing. Performances in a, in a tough league, and then I look at Nathan Patterson for me. Yep. He was in a great running for him, mm-hmm. he should have also been in the squad for me. He makes a good point there about Oli yep. Burke, no harm to him, but no, yeah.
5: absolutely. And I think when it's players that there's question marks over, mm-hmm. you want to see them getting brought into for the manager to have a better yep. look at them. Because mm-hmm. if, if he has a doubt or you are unsure, how would you ever know unless you bring him into that environment? So,
4: and we've got a chance of going further. We, we could mm-hmm. come out of the uh, you know, the group stages and move further, Jack. In the Euros, we could do well, yeah. so sentiment yeah. shouldn't come into it. Listen, yeah. see, see yeah, your own. Dun- so, what about Dundee this season? Sorry, mate, on you go. Yeah, what, what, about you? What about Dundee this season? What's been the, the story? What do you feel? Yeah,
10: it's been a big change, a big, big change. Um, Dundee, the last few years have been a club that just can't get any form. You know, they win three and they lose two. Or see, to get out of that league, you've got to go and run a ten, fifteen games. You know, and you, mm-hmm. you win and You know, you don't get beat, but they've been incapable of doing that. And they somehow got second because it, it was a terrible start um, and I think it makes a big difference finishing second in that league rather than third or fourth so we'll, mm. we'll see but um, I think it's going to be tough to go up because I think the team team that finishes second bottom of the Premier League are, are going to be a little bit too strong but we'll see you never know the two games mm-hmm.
5: Do you think the experience, Jack though, on the Dundee side that's what I've noticed in the, the last couple of months is that probably that experience with the, the, group, the core group of players there is, is kind of came to the, the front and you can see that the yeah. bits of quality in Cummings as well I think popping up with goals that, that you really need to, to get out of any division
10: yeah yeah, I think um, I think he's been a big difference Cummings like he's, he can get goals but mm-hmm. there's more to come do you know what I mean it's yeah. not just it's a, I like to the boy Danny Millen as well he was considered a great signing when he you know, St Mirren boys were raving about him when he signed to Duns and he he's never really cut it so even if we didn't go up this year, it's looking good for next year. But yeah. mm-hmm.
5: I think a lot of people sorry chat have been saying this year might be the the one year that the, the difference could be that the, the Championship team actually have the advantage because it's been a lesser season. It's only 27 games. There's not been so much mm-hmm. game time yeah. in the legs. Also, I think the fixtures, when you come off of that, the, the playoff final will be the Premiership finishes on the Sunday and the first midweek game is yeah. that Wednesday. So the the championship team will have that extra kind of day's recovery. Um, So you never know. Yeah. Who knows? Jack, can I ask you,
4: which which one would you choose if you could from Kilmarnock, uh, Hamilton or Ross County? Who would you? Ross
10: County, without a doubt. Would you? They got hosed by Inverness. I mean, Kilmarnock would beat Dundee. That's a great word, hosed. (laughs) Great (laughs) word. (laughs) So you don't want Kilmarnock. I see they've got
4: the player of the month. We mentioned that earlier. uh, Kyle Lafferty. Mm -hmm. Not on you go, Jack? Yeah. Yep.
10: He's a different type. Like, it's a Hamilton. There's a bit, bit of rivalry between Dundee and Hamilton. And I just, I just, can't, I mean, mm. over two games, you never know. But for me, Ross County, just, mm. just, okay. I just think throughout the team, I just think they've got a, a poorer set of,
1: Set of players, but still still very hard for Dundee to get through. That's I it, I tell know, you it's been he's yeah. been a key signing for for Dundee Jason Cummins He's only twenty five Jason Cummins he? He, He's been yeah, he, forever. He's yeah. see Jason Cummins, he needs to get a club that suits him and he settles down. And I think if he settles down at a club Jason Cummins, which it looks like he has done at Dundee, He'll score your goals, yep. Jason Cummings. Because I
5: think, see, if you look at him and I play little Ross Callaghan as well, that had so much potential yep. a few years ago, but kind of couple of clubs never quite materialised. Now you look at McHamilton, he's happy, he seems to be loved there. The manager appreciates what he does, and the fit, it, it, it works for both. Um, and I, I, think Jason Cummings, he's got so much potential, but he does need to just settle in and place football. Needs to
1: fulfil that potential. Yep. He's twenty-five yep. now. Yeah, yep. Jack. Before you go, who's going to win tonight?
4: Is it Real Madrid or Thomas Tuchel, Chelsea?
5: I hope it's Real. I can't bear seeing an All England final. <laughs> <laughs> Love your honesty. <laughs> Cheers, Jack.
4: He's going for Real Madrid. He's from the Real Madrid end of uh, Lockie or whatever in Dundee. No, Carnoustie. Carnoustie. That's beautiful, Carnoustie, isn't it? Oh, Beautiful, gorgeous, great. You played a few times there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, sure I
5: have. Actually, trying to get a Carnoustie now as well. Our <laughs> guy, <Halele. laughs>
9: Listen, we're, we're on the a,
4: road. We're just about out of time uh, on. Uh, the, the Kilt Walk, six point one million pounds wow. is going out to the charities the next few days. Four, just over four million from the walkers, thanks to everyone who did it, and uh, just over two million from Sir Tom Hunter, who is sixty tomorrow. Uh, happy birthday uh, to him when it not comes not bad when he hands out two million uh, <laughs> there so thanks to everyone who brilliant. did it it was absolutely brilliant and so many of the clubs Jim Goodwin the St Mirren team did it uh, Rangers Foundation Celtic Foundation loads of the clubs did it as well Chelsea are two up in the women's at the moment brilliant. against Tottenham Leanne good luck this weekend Thank big you. derby for you uh, and for the cup final you reckon it's going to be for the men's Hibs, cup final St
5: Johnson
4: final Hibs St John's who's going to win it oh, she she'll be on so before on. then Hibs Hibs she's given it yeah I've just been noisy she's not going to be on they might not even get to the
5: final take that back
4: Rangers have got Sakala he will be coming Defoe looks as though he'll sign as well and Barry says look out for more signings and from the East End as we started at the beginning of the programme let's just check any news no nothing is coming in yet (laughs) from Celtic but they reckon that it's going to be was brilliant to the first time <laughs> not the <a> second <laughs> not so good the second time that. that's it Jokel Day's next thanks tomorrow night it's going to be Rob is on with Davy Proven and Chris
0: Burke live at five
3: The Go Radio Football Show talking football first listen live weeknights from five
0: I'm joined now by Gary from OPC Energy Gary what a job you did out there today oh it was it was unbelievable We saw the customers faces when that boiler went in it's was a really special moment. And what about the overall performance? Unreal. You, you could really feel the heat out there. I'm delighted with the result, and we move on to the next one. Thanks, Gary. Come on! For more information on boiler upgrades, heat pumps and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. Get ahead of the game with OPC Energy.